Hey Jack, guess what? What? We have a sponsor. Oh yeah, the Orange Theatre Company. They've been entertaining the central west of New South Wales in Australia for over 45 years. Musicals, plays, concerts and workshops, they really cater for all. Check out the Orange Theatre Company's website and socials for more information on their 2021 season. They just get it right, the orchestra, the talent on stage, the audiences love it. You can't go wrong with an OTC production. And you go out the door thinking, I want to see that again. I go out the door watching you in an OTC show and I go, I want to see that again. Oh, stop it, will you? I think exactly the same about you. Oh, gosh, you're such a charmer. Thanks, mate. Anytime. Welcome to Behind the Curtain. Please refrain from singing in the rain, stepping in time, and learning your lines out loud during this podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Oh, here we are once again. Another day, another podcast, Jack. How are you, mate? Oh, exactly. I'm very well, my friend. How are you, George? I'm going so well. How is it going up in Orange at the moment? Oh, look, today it's a wonderful sunny day. Um, I'd, I'd say partly cloudy. God, give me a job as a meteorologist. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, the Bureau of Meteorology like is listening right now. They need to hire you. Look, uh, partly cloudy, a exactly. slight chance of showers yep, yep. in the east. Yep. Uh, you know, all that good gear. It's, it's happening. Oh, look, here we go. Sure, sure. Whatever, whatever. My job <laughs> is actually to do the weather. So. Oh, well, there you go. I've only been reading it every single hour today, so I should know something about it. Well, surely. But, George, we have a very, very special guest today who's actually a very close friend of mine who I've known for nearly nearly 10 years or so. We actually met in high school doing Oklahoma, believe it or not, for James Sheen Catholic High School. It is Sophie Matthews. Hey, Soph, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on the show, and thank you for that introduction, Jack, that made me feel about 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, tell us a little bit about how you, uh, I guess, first met Jack. I, I can imagine it would have been a really amazing experience. Oh, look, George, I, I thank my lucky stars for that moment every day. <laughs> no, um, Jack and I met when... Um, oh, stop it, Sophie, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, no, Jack and I met... Um, when I was in year 12 and he was in year seven, um, we were in Oklahoma together at our high school um, and I was playing Ado Annie and Jack was playing one of my lovers. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great experience and lovely to meet such a young, talented boy and I've had the pleasure of getting to hang out with Jack oh, stop it, please. since, which has been fantastic. <laughs> I just, I need to ask you, Sophie, because if I recall correctly, in one of our first episodes, I remember speaking to Jack about a certain kissing scene. Oh, here we go. Here oh, we go. Here we go. We're in. Oh, no. <laughs> Rip in, big boy. I was dreading it, George. Okay. <laughs> this is great. This okay. Is- haunting me since it all happened (laughs) really so has it been haunting you because it was such a bloody good experience or has it been haunting you because jack can't kiss for shit (laughs) i mean look george i've just never had a kiss like it since it's (laughs) my life's just been endless disappointments now i know why we're on a zoom call 
There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ex- exactly right. <laughs> we can't be and in the same room together. I was a changed man ever since anymore. that day. <laughs> you were a changed man. Okay, Jack, over to you. Why were you a changed man? <laughs> oh, look, it just changed my life, you know. First production, um, I was in year seven, kissing you. It's real student like Things can't get much better than that, you know. <laughs> Living the dream. What, was there any goss going around? Uh, exactly. The, was there any goss going around the school at that time? Were they like, um, "Are you really kissing a year seven student?" And were the year sevens <laughs> going, "Are you really kissing a year twelve student?" I must say, I think people were quite. Well, my friends were quite weirded out that I was kissing a young twelve or thirteen year old <laughs> when I was seventeen. <laughs> Wasn't it a great been. look for been. me. <laughs> Ah, the old awkward silence. I mean, it wasn't really great for me either, but, you know, musical theatre, these these are the things you do. Oh, exactly. But going back to where it all started, it didn't quite start for you in high school. It actually started for you in 2006. Were you actually part of the King's Children, the King and I? What was that first experience like for you? Um, Yeah, so I was in year six um, when I did my first show and sort of just fell into it. Um, My dad used to do a bit of music theatre and um, he auditioned and and we thought it'd be a good chance for us to give it a go. Um, My two younger sisters and I did it. Um, And uh, we just had a blast. It was sort of every 12-year-old girl's dream. You got to prance around on stage and wear grown-up makeup and wear costumes. And I sort of really fell in love with it from there. It was, yeah, a fantastic experience. And I think getting to see lots of the local talent that we have in Orange was really exciting for me and really fun to be a part of. So correct me if I'm wrong, Sophie, but was your last production back in 2017? Yes, yes. So I've had um, a bit of a break from from shows. Um, my last production, actually, I started off producing it. It's the it was the twenty fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, um, and about six weeks before we were due to go on stage, um, uh, one of the actors pulled out of the show. She wasn't able to do it anymore, so I had to step into her role as well. Um, which I initially thought was going to be great because I love being the centre of attention. So it was perfect for me. Um, But I actually got really sick and um, it sort of really shook me. Um, It was my last year of uni as well. So there was quite a bit going on. Um, And then, yeah, I I sort of fell out of it for a little bit and um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to be back doing it again. It's so much fun. Now, so what started this whole journey? Was it you singing in the shower or you were dancing in front of mum and dad in the, in the kitchen or what, what was it like for you? Yeah, I think it was definitely the second one, dancing for mum and dad in the kitchen. Um, as I said, I, I'm not shy when it comes to getting attention. So I just loved people looking at me and, and paying attention to me. And mum and dad used to love um, sort of parading us around at family events and we'd sing little songs um so it just yeah it sort of all started from there and I was really stoked when I learned that you could um sing and dance and act all at the same time and people would clap and cheer for you so it was really sort of the coming together of all of the things that I love what were you studying at uni Soph? 
Um, so I did my first degree in social work. So um, yeah, nothing to do with theatre, <laughs> but I <laughs> certainly loved doing it on the side. But yeah, studied as a social worker. And I guess, how did you find balancing a study life and then going to a on-stage life? Because, I mean, I know for Jack and myself, I mean, we've all been there. We've all been at school and we've all been on stage. And it can sometimes be, sometimes take a bit of a toll. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think my, so social work was my first degree and I was a terrible student, didn't work particularly hard. So I didn't find... Um, the balance too difficult I found it sort of a, a really nice outlet but um, I've just gone back to uni this year and I'm uh, working a little bit harder this year so it's and and again it's it's sort of difficult to balance but I think it's a great outlet for stress and, and creativity and it's nice to work different parts of your brain I think so I wholeheartedly support anyone studying or working to do a bit of music theatre on the side. <laughs> Definitely. And, and throughout your career so far, with, your, with all your experiences and everything you've done, has there been a standout for you? Oh, gosh. Well, I have to say, aside from kissing mm. you when you were in year seven, Jacko. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think she's lying, Jack. I don't think she's lying. She keeps bringing it up like it was a pretty big moment. <laughs> I, I know. I, I can't hide from the truth. <laughs> um. Oh, look, there's, there's been a lot of highlights for me. Um, I think in 2013, I did The Wizard of Oz um, and I really loved that show because there was sort of a great group of people. Um, you know, they, a lot of the people that I met during that show are some of my really good friends now. Um, so that was a really fantastic show. I think it was really colourful. There was lots of dancing, lots of singing, um, and, it, and it was a fantastic show, which is always great to be a part of. Um, I think another highlight for me when I was in, I think maybe my third year of uni, so 2016, we did Hairspray. Um, and during that show, I learned to tap dance. So that was a, a pretty fantastic moment for me as well. I am actually a little bit jealous of Jack that he's been able to do a musical with you because you seem to have this amazing energy and I can totally see you sort of applying it to the rehearsal space. Is that sort of, because yeah, apart from doing the actual theatrical side of things as well, it sometimes becomes a bit of a family environment. It becomes a place where you get to socialise and catch up and check in on people. What's your favourite aspect of being in the rehearsal room? Yeah, absolutely. Um. I think you're totally right, George. You do become a bit of a family and I think it's through, you know, all those hours of gruelling rehearsals that you put together and, you know, you go through a lot of great times together but you also go through some pretty stressful times together. Um, so I think for me, yeah, meeting new people and sort of becoming really close to them in such a short period of time is one of my favourite aspects of it. Um, and, and as you said, you can really support people through tough times both in rehearsal and outside rehearsal so I think that's really special and something that you don't get in a lot of other aspects of life. Now so if, I know I've done a few shows with Anna as well what's she up to at the moment? She um, I'm very proud of her she's living in Wollongong at the moment and she's just started her um, university degree so she's studying health 
sciences or something similar um, at Western Sydney. So she actually very sadly hasn't done many shows since she left home. I know she's very talented. Um, So hopefully she'll get back into it once she finds the right theatre group and the right crowd for her. Mm. So who's Anna, just out of interest? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Anna's my youngest sister. So um, oh, so she's... it runs in the family, does it? It does, it does. Um, so there's three of us in the family and um, myself and Anna, the youngest, um, are quite partial to music theatre and to singing and dancing. Anna's about the same age as us, George. Hmm. There you go. So we, we did Grease together. We've done all sorts of Shane shows together. Yeah. Ah, that's yeah. there you go. It's funny. It's because when you get out into the regional and rural communities in theatre, you do end up doing a lot of shows with a lot of the same people, which is kind of fun because uh, I don't know. In some ways, it might even make the shows a, a bit more better quality in a way because you all are used to working with each other. Yeah, I think you're totally right, George. I think you sort of. Um, know what you're getting into a bit more in like regional areas you know the director quite well um, and you know yeah lots of your castmates so I think it you're right it it sort of melds into one beautiful hot pot of good teamwork and great musicals exactly right and so you've actually been in the orchestra for quite a few shows how is that different to actually performing on stage do you think um yeah look I loved being in the orchestras as well um I I think it's different in that you actually tend to be, well, you are, you're going for the whole show rather than just when you're on stage. Um, Even when sort of the orchestra's orchestra's not playing, you're still having to watch and make sure that you can come in whenever you can. Um, I think I love, yeah, it's a great atmosphere down there. They have a lot of fun. I think because you can't be seen by anybody, you can get away with being a bit cheeky. So um, it's great fun. I, yeah, I love being in the orchestra. <laughs> so so what do you play? Now, now are there any stories? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sorry. sorry to just, be a bit just, just to rub it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do think um, I wasn't in the orchestra in The Wizard of Oz, but I remember I was a tree and we had to throw apples um, at some of the characters. And I remember pegging an apple and it, it flew straight into the orchestra pit. And so I was scolded after that not to take any of the musicians out. <laughs> <laughs> It's always the worst when some kind of prop goes into the audience. I remember with Pirates of Penzance with the Orange Theatre Company, there was one part where I had to have a set of nunchucks and I was swinging them around. And these are like plastic, but they're hard plastic. And I was swinging them around and having a bit of fun. And then on the final night, I flicked them right out into the audience. I don't know if somebody got injured or not, but there was an ambulance outside of the hospital, uh, outside of the theatre at the very end. So oh. I'm like, I'm really hoping it wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> Surely it's just a coincidence. Oh yeah. Look, I really hope so. I didn't get cast in a show since, so that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> now, so talk, talking about the Orange Theatre Company, you are now in Beauty and the Beast, which is going to be showcased at the Orange Civic Theatre in May. What role are you playing and how's the whole rehearsal process been going at the moment with all this COVID still lurking around a little bit? 
Yeah, um, so I'm lucky enough to be playing Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast, which is a really fantastic honour. Um, thankfully, we've been quite lucky with COVID. I think um, the first couple of rehearsals, we could only have five people singing at a time, which made it a little bit difficult. Um, but thankfully now, I think restrictions have eased a bit more. Um, and so we're all able to sing and we're all able to dance at the moment. So fingers crossed it stays nice and sort of open for us and we can keep practicing and look i think mrs potts has got one of the most iconic songs in the entire musical like it's the title of the musical is that a true honor to be able to sing each rehearsal and in each show yeah absolutely um it's it's a little bit of pressure so thanks for that george but (laughs) (laughs) um no it's (laughs) It's absolutely an honour and I think um, it's sort of anyone who's had singing lessons has always at some point sung Beauty and the Beast. So it's a real honour for me to get to bring my own flavour to it and, and to actually perform it in front of people. It's it's fantastic. I'm I'm really excited. Now, Soph, what's it like working with that Cameron Cowan? I, I, I do know he is in Beauty and the Beast. What's he like to work with now? Like going back to the old days in Oklahoma, have, have things changed a little bit? Gosh, Jacko, he has changed absolutely not at all. He's a, he's a shocker. <laughs> <to work with. laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Cowie. Hey, Cowie, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, he's, he's one of my absolutely closest friends and it's been fantastic to work with him. He, um, we actually were practising for auditions together and booked our auditions together and um, we were very excited to both be cast and it's great having an excuse to see him every week. <laughs> so tell us a, a little bit more about, I mean, it's such a magical show. It's Disney. I mean, is there anything, you know, special, you know, visually speaking uh, that we can expect, you know, is there some special theatrical uh, illusions going to be happening on stage? Like what's the approach or well, you can't say too much? Well, look, I um, have a pretty big mouth. So I have been kept under wraps for a lot of the um, really exciting things that are happening. But I've, I've seen parts of the set and I've seen some of the costumes and, and they're just fantastic. I think we're really lucky in Orange. We've got such great resources and access to great props and talent. So I think it's going to be a fantastic show. Um, yeah, it's all going to be very, very magical. And the talented people who are in the show, I think it's just going to absolutely lift it to soaring heights. Now, so if we, we ask our guests this question all the time, but why music, why musical theatre? Like we, we could be in the office, we could, you know, be out lawn mowing, we can do all sorts of things, but why, why musical theatre? Um, oh, look, that is a great question. Um, I think for me... Music theatre just combines a lot of things. I think, as I mentioned, that I really love, you know, you get to hang out with a great group of people who are like-minded. You get to see them, you know, like three times a week, which is fantastic. Um, And you get to sort of come together with these people you become really close with and, and create something really special and really fantastic. And people get so much joy out of music theatre, going to watch it and to be a part of it. So I think it's something one of those few things in life that's just pure enjoyment. Um, And for me, sort of being up on stage and and getting to play all of these really interesting people is just 
like nothing else. It's it's fantastic. Now, I know Jack was trying to get a few, you know, embarrassing orchestra stories out of you, but how about when we move to, you know, behind the curtain, behind the scenes, backstage uh, or even on stage? <laughs> I mean, like, obviously so much can happen. Have you, have you forgotten lines? Have you, have you done stuff like that? I must say probably one of the most embarrassing things for me that happened on stage was... Um, in 2013, I did Boeing Boeing, um, which is a play about a man who's sort of got three mistresses and they're all flight attendants. So it's a fantastic play. They're all sort of coming home at different points and coming in and out. And there's, I played a, a German, a particularly aggressive German air hostess. Um, and at one point, I can't quite remember why, but she's just in a towel on stage um, and my towel fell off which was just mortifying as a like 19 year old girl <laughs> with your towel falling off in front of 500 people, hopefully. Wow. Um, so that was a pretty <laughs> mortifying experience for me. <laughs> well, um, what, what, surely there was some kind of leotard underneath. Or, what, what are you going to do there? Look, look, thankfully I wasn't completely naked. I think I had like some spanks and a bra on or something but look it was still pretty much nude on the stage which I didn't enjoy no, it's <laughs> far less not ideal. than I would have wanted <laughs> what is it with wardrobe malfunctions we all seem to have a uh, Jack have you had a wardrobe malfunction because I've I've had the pants situation what about you I don't think I have yet yeah yes. <laughs> yet I mean, I'm not, I'm not not like you, George, where you, you know, forget your pants or something like that. I think that's always going to come up. But, you know, these things happen. It's musical theatre. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had that many different stories about wardrobe malfunctions. It's always a hot topic mm. when it comes to theatre. <laughs> it is. I must say I did have another one in um, The Wizard of Oz where we were dressed up as the, the red poppies that Dorothy walks through. Um, and we were sort of doing some movements while we were kneeling. Um, and then as I stood up, my red puppy skirt had completely fallen off. So that was another mortifying experience for me. That that was the same year as Boeing Boeing. So it wasn't a good year for me keeping clothes on. on the so they've decided they're going to put you in a proper porcelain cup outfit this time around. Is that right? It just can't actually go off? Is that I'll be strapped in strapped so in. nothing can fall off. <laughs> right. Now, Soph, you're actually part of Avenue Q, which actually use, uses puppets in the show. Now, was, was that a different sort of experience for you? Um, so in Avenue Q, I actually, um, I played Gary Coleman, who is a human, so I didn't get to use the puppets, um, oh. but I certainly got to play around with them and, they, it, it was a really interesting experience, I think, because you've got this sort of extra thing that you have to think about and stress about and deal with. Um, but they make, yeah, they make for a fantastic show. I'm not sure if you've seen the show at all, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting and adds a really great dynamic to the show. So we know that you're studying, we know that you do a bit of amateur theatre. Do you want to make it to Broadway? Oh, look, I... I think that's every music theatre person's dream. Um, I'd, I'd love to to make it every time I go and see shows. As soon as I leave, I'm like, oh, I have to make it. This is my dream. Um, 
but I've just started studying medicine at uni. So I think that dream is sort of slowly fading away, <laughs> but thankfully we can keep doing amateur theatre. You can still keep the spark going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And, and so if, we, we talk about this all the time, but there's the triple threat. So we have our singing, dancing and acting. Where, where do they rate for you? I know George and myself, we say singing first, then dancing and then the acting, I'm pretty sure it was. But what is it for you? Um, certainly dancing is at the bottom of my skill set. Actually, actually, it might have been the dance. I think it was singing, acting and dancing, George, from what I remember. I'm definitely a better actor <laughs> than a dancer, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. I'm, I'm not the most talented dancer, but thankfully um, Mrs. Potts is wearing a big, huge, as you said, porcelain teapot. So her movement is limited anyway. So um, <laughs> it, it works really well for me because dancing is absolutely not my strong, my strong suit. So you're part of the club. You're, you're singer, actor, dancer. I am. Yay, I am. there we go. How good. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm honoured to be here. <laughs> we have meetings once every two months. <laughs> Will you be available to catch up? We, we try and practice our dancing skills. <laughs> Fantastic. I will be there. I need all the practice I can get. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> now, Soph, thank you so much for giving up your time for coming on the podcast today. Is, is there a place where people can follow your musical theatre journey? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, they can follow me on Instagram if they'd like. I post some music theatre in there, among other things, mostly <laughs> drinking at the pub. Um, <laughs> or otherwise, um, <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll be in Orange for the next five years at least. So the Orange Theatre Company, I will be right around there so people can absolutely follow, follow my journey there. Wonderful. Well, Sophie, thank you so much for jumping onto the podcast and it's uh, been really lovely to meet you. As I said, I'd, I'd love to be able to do a show with, with both of you one day and uh, that'd be really cool, actually. Absolutely. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been fantastic to talk to you both and to meet you, George. Hopefully our dream will come true and we can do a show that doesn't <laughs> feature too much dancing. Yeah, too much dancing or too much kissing with Jack. Mm. Yes. <laughs> just once again, just awesome. just so we can get like a little grab that can maybe maybe be the promo for our podcast. How good was Jack's kissing? Oh please! <laughs> Look, Jack's kissing was second to none, and every day of my life, I wish I could be back there in Year Twelve kissing Jack <laughs> while he was in Year Seven. <laughs> that, that is absolutely perfect. Oh, stop it. That is, <laughs> that's the new intro to our show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're welcome, me. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but listeners, be sure to catch Soph on stage as Mrs. Potts and Orange Theatre Company's Beauty and the Beast, which is on the 7th to the 15th of May at the Orange Civic Theatre. Tickets are available through the Orange Civic Theatre box office or online at Ticket Tech. Thanks again, Soph, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, boys. Thank you for listening to Behind the Curtain. Be sure to give the boys a rating and review and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at behindthecurtain.podcast. Talk soon.